in the book of Isaiah. The Lord has given me the tongue of a teacher that I may know how to sustain the weary with the word. Morning by morning he wakens, wakens my ear to listen as those who are taught. The Lord has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, I did not turn backward. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. The Lord helped me, therefore I have not been disgraced. Therefore I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand up together. Who are my adversaries? Let them confront me. It is the Lord God who helps me. Who will, who will declare me guilty? The word of the Lord.
from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. In being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death upon the cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord.
and Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter and James and John, and began to be distressed and agitated, and he said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and keep awake. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. He came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to say to him. He came a third time and said to them, are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Enough. The time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. And with him there was a crowd of swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away of the guard. So when he came, he went up to him at once and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. Then they laid hands on him and arrested him. But one of those who stood near drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I was with you in the temple preaching, and you did not arrest me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. All of them deserted him and fled. A certain young man was following him wearing nothing but a linen cloth. They caught hold of him, but he left the linen cloth and ran off naked. They took Jesus to the high priest, and all of the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the guards, warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, But even on this point, their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? What is it that they testify against you? But he was silent and did not answer. Again the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And you? 
you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, Why do we still be witnesses? You have heard this blasphemy. What is your decision? All of them condemned him as deserving death. Some began to spit on him, to blindfold him, and to strike him, saying, The guards also took him over and beat him. While Peter was in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and said, You also are with Jesus, the man who now said. But he denied it, saying, I do not know or understand what you are talking about. And he went into the forecourt. Then the cock crowed. And the servant girl, on seeing him, began to say to the bystanders, This man is talked about. But again he denied it. Then after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, But he began to curse, and he swore an oath. I do not know this man you are talking about. At that moment, the cock crowed the second time. Then Peter remembered that Jesus had said to him, Before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. As soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, You say so. Then the chief priests accused him of many things. Pilate asked him again, Have you no answer? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no further reply, so that Pilate was amazed. Now at the festival, he used to release a prisoner for them, anyone for whom they asked. Now a man called Barabbas was in prison with the rebels who had committed murder during the insurrection. So the crowd came and began to ask Pilate to do for them according to his custom. Then he answered them, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? Well, he realized that it was out of jealousy that the chief priest had handed him over. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate spoke to them again. Then what do you wish me to do with the man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, But they shouted all the more. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas for them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the soldiers led him into the courtyard of the palace, that is, the governor's headquarters. And they called together the whole battalion. And when Clot and they clothed him in a purple cloak, and after twisting some thorns into a crowd, they put him on, put it on him, and they began saluting him. They struck his head with a reed, spat upon him, and 
knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of his call. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his clothes among them, casting lots to decide what each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two bandits, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying,
shouts of, Crucify him! Crucify him! What just happened? What have we done? Today is a complicated day in our story as God's people. The recounting of Jesus' betrayal by his friends, the sham trial, crucifixion, mocking, and his death on the cross is almost impossible to watch and unbearable to participate in. So we want to turn away, to imagine ourselves somehow out of the story, not on the scene at all. Or perhaps we imagine that we are there in Jerusalem, but somehow we are fully aware and disapproving of this miscarriage of justice. We did not shout, crucify him. We were loyal followers to the end. But that's not the picture that Mark shows us. Even those closest to Jesus, his friends, his disciples, even Peter, they could not stand with him in the end. Walter Wink, former Auburn Seminary professor, explains it this way. He says, The cross exposed humanity's complicity with domination and political power. It shows our willingness to trade away increments of our freedom for installments of advantage. Trade away increments of our freedom for installments of advantage. I think it also shows that we are the ones who want to save ourselves, and we believe we can by casting others to the margins so we can have a leg up. We can see this today if we open our eyes to the system of mass incarceration, which disproportionately imprisons people of color. <coughs> we see it when we acknowledge the fact that we allow hunger and homelessness to continue in the wealthiest country in the world. We see it when teens are bullied by peers online, and most recently terrorized by the specter of being shot in school. Yesterday, many of them bravely challenged the adults who could limit guns, but refused to do so. Every time we go along with the crowd because it's easier or safer or preserves our privilege or our sense that we are part of the in-group, we are showing this dark side of our humanity, our sin, 
fear. I do not know him, Peter says. Crucify him, we shout. Even the thieves, the people being crucified on either side of him, even they mocked him.
when we live our faith story in real time. Jesus enters Jerusalem today on a donkey, welcomed with shouts of Hosanna and palms waving. Each day this week, he's there, he's here, with his friends, sharing meals, washing feet, being anointed with perfumes, praying in the garden. And he invites us to join him on this journey of pain, suffering, death, silence, despair, and yes, resurrection, new life. So don't skip the week and show up only for Easter joy. You will miss the pain, yes, but you will miss the chance to stay close to Jesus this time, to share a meal, to stay awake in the garden, to be the one praying by the cross rather than mocking, to be one who is faithful, one who knows and witnesses who Jesus truly is, and what he is doing for all of us. May it be so. Thanks be to God.
I ask your prayers for peace, for goodwill among nations, and for the well-being of all people. Pray for justice and peace. I ask your prayers for the poor, the sick, the hungry, the oppressed, and those in prison. Pray for those in any need or trouble. I ask your prayers for all who seek God or a deeper knowledge of God. Pray that they may find and be found by God.
Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For our sins he was lifted high upon the cross, that he might draw the whole world to himself. And by his suffering and death, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who put their trust in him. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name.
with thanksgiving, knowing that all are welcome at God's table.